This is Stacey McKibben with the Master Communicator Podcast, where CEOs, senior leaders, and C-suite executives share their advice. It's six questions in nine minutes because the best leaders know how to share their ideas concisely and quickly. Let's jump right in. Question number one, in a few sentences, tell me who you are and what you do. Okay, so my name is Somil Mehta. I'm from India, and uh, uh, it's been total 16 years of corporate work experience post my MBA. And right now, I'm handling the business of the iconic the Kraft Heinz company uh, for India and, uh, and few of the South Asian, Southeast Asian countries right now. I'm based out of Mumbai city. That's amazing. And how long have you been doing that? Uh, with Kraft Heinz company, I've been like just about a year. I think to be precise, a year and like four months for now. But prior to that, I have I have been blessed to work with other iconic uh, organizations like PepsiCo, Samsung, uh, within the global names and within Indian names, organizations like Pedalite and Trunkin' uh, Leaves. So that's been my professional journey thus far. Wow, that's amazing. Well, appreciate you being on here today. Thank from you. your Thank you. from your perspective, what would you say is the best thing about leading people? Well. Uh, uh, if I have to say the, one of the one of the best things about leading people is that uh, you get to learn from them as well directly. Uh, it's not that say there are like lots of people walking on the road. I can't pick anyone and ask them to teach me something. But in a leadership, you are in a formal relationship. You have your team members reporting to you. Uh, these people also have equal amount of capability to teach you. Uh, and uh, we will be tied together. So, A, you have a certain fixed set of people in your life who can coach you indirectly, directly uh, through various experiences. So that's, I think, one of the best part of, you know, uh, being in a leadership assignment or being a leader or being, a, you know, a leader to a set of people, I think. That's the, that's, a, that's something which I have always uh, loved about uh, being a leader. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I love that, you know, it, which suggests then that you have to be open to coaching in order to be able to learn from all those different types of people, right? So I love that kind of, um, you know, congruency and self-awareness around, you know, am I open to being coached by my direct reports in some way um, to, in order to fulfill kind of that, your vision of leadership? I, I appreciate that. So that's interesting. It leads me to question number three, which you might get a kick out of. Um, I often hear from other leaders, business would be great if it weren't for that pesky people part. You know, I'm curious, what are your thoughts about that? You know, especially having worked for some of the, the biggest iconic companies like PepsiCo and, you know, Samsung, but, you know. Uh, I'm Talk sorry, to me about I, didn't, that. I, I missed your audio in between. You said business would be great. Uh... Yeah, if it weren't for that pesky people part, right, you know. Okay, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I've never got those things in my life. I mean, uh, uh, I, I, see, it will be, I would always say that uh, a leader has to be grounded also and realistic as well. If the leader himself is aware that probably there will be challenges in businesses, then he should also be putting it up front to the team as well. Because when you address, or at least when you spell out the challenges uh, in black and white, uh, as I said, uh, some of the finest ideas and learnings can come from your team itself uh, to ensure that you avoid falling in those traps or those challenges on the business. So I don't believe in like sugarcoating things around people or, you know, uh, uh, giving people false hopes. It's, it's, it's futile. Uh, and uh, 
Wow, I mean, uh, at the end of the day, an appraisal cycle is 365 days. And uh, in, in any given situation, if I'm bluffing enough or if I'm trying to just uh, bulldoze my way of doing things or my ideas, then in worst situation, after 365 days, people will figure that out, isn't it? So it's better I don't, uh, you know, uh, I be open, honest and uh, transparent. As I said, I have never got, uh, I've seen that uh, situation a lot in my life, but I've personally never understood them at all. And uh, I'm still struggling with that, so don't know. <laughs> so if you had a, a group of leaders sitting in front of you right now, what piece of advice about communication would you share with them? Be the best listener possible. Because <laughs> everyone in this world seems to be in love with their own voice. <laughs> so be the best possible listener you could be uh, and if you want to see an example of somebody who's not really good at then I am myself an example I'm not good at uh, being a good listener uh, and that's my area of improvement and that's something which I have been consciously working since quite some time I have improved a lot I can say that but it's still a long journey ahead for me as well. So that's the only advice I give people in communication. Be a good listener. And when I say be a good listener, it also means be a good, you know, be a person who's really good at recept receiving messages. So not just in say, listening is in, uh, in, a, in a dialogue format, but say when you get an email and you have to reply to that email, so first of all, read that email properly, imbibe the essence of the email properly. We always have this urge to give it back to people, you know, or reply to the stuff. Uh, avoid doing that first, imbibe it, come, you know, listen, imbibe, read properly, understand where the other person is coming from. Uh, and then, you know, uh, add your point of view. Uh, the other piece of advice is, uh, in communication as a, as a leader is that at times uh, silence is the best form of communication. So in case as a person, manager, leader or anyone, if you actually don't have anything significant to say, there is no point in opening your mouth, even if you might be the CEO of the organization, it's not required. You actually don't have any great value add to make. So these are the two, I think, uh, fundamentals that I am personally working on and I would request everyone if they can work on these two fundamentals. I think uh, the world will have much better leaders uh, in various capacities. I love that. Silence, being a great listener and silence, right? Kind of some yeah. hallmarks there. Yeah. So I'm curious, you know, what other successful business leaders like yourself should be on the podcast, right? Who else should we be paying attention to? Uh, to be difficult to pinpoint a person, but if I have to pinpoint a set of people there, I think uh, a lot of millennials doing good work, a lot of people in the, in the startup domains across the world, uh, and I'm not talking about the unicorn startups, okay? there, there, there are people who are doing damn good work on or starting up or having startups in the domain of say environment, 
uh, in technology, which actually, and when I say technology, it's not, I'm not talking about the Silicon Valley technology that we typically see, which is there in US, which is there in India. I'm talking about the people working in technological domain, which actually aims at bridging the, you know, inequality or the divide that is there in our society inherently. And those divides can be across any line. It can be basis caste, creed, language, color. It, those inequalities can be in form of your social status, your inequalities in the form of monetary, you know, your, your, uh, the kind of money that you have or you don't have, rather. Uh, so there are a lot of people working, uh, using technology to upgrade, uh, you know, the life of the people and bridge those divides. I think uh, uh, anything, anybody who's making an impact to the environment uh, and anyone who's making an impact on the lives of the people by enrolling them on the technological platforms or by expanding the literacy of technology uh, or, or providing excess of technology to people. I think these are the set of people who are actually uh, doing uh, a great service to this uh, world. And I'll tell you why. Uh, anything that we do on environment or anything that we do towards bridging the divide using technology and making people more you know, equal or at least giving people chance to be a leader or to, to reach wherever very successful people have reached. By doing both these things, we enhance the productivity of the entire seven or eight billion population that we have on this planet. And the moment we impact the productivity of every individual in this world, our GDPs will grow automatically. Uh, because GDP is a function of two things actually, according to me broadly two things. One is consumption, actual consumption, and second is improvement in productivity. So just imagine we improve the productivity of seven, eight billion people on this planet, uh, and we take care of the environment. Uh, our uh, economical aspirations of every individual will be taken care of, and uh, once our economical aspirations are taken care of, there will be lesser wars and lesser disputes around uh, in this world. That's amazing. Again, as you start to think about just opportunities in your life around you to be able to think about where can I learn from um, and kind of thinking about it through all those different, you know, elements and lenses and certainly thinking about, you know, looking for people who are expanding access to technology and helping people to be able to do their jobs better, faster, more fulfilling so that they can get back to the business of living their life, um, I think is, is so powerful. That's amazing. That's a great way to think about it. The second part on technology, Stacey, more come from the fact uh, uh, that I come from India, where uh, there is a huge amount of uh, divide in terms of uh, getting a basic access of basic stuff to people is also not great for a good 20-30% population which still lives below poverty line in our country. So it actually stems more from the fact that uh, as a country in India, I don't, I, I mean, I don't know whether that that is too relevant for a country like US, but for sure it's extremely relevant for, I would say, at least two-thirds of this world, if not the entire world. All right, bring us home with question number six. Tell us about your favorite boss or teacher. Who's really influenced you? Uh, a lot of people I would, I would uh, uh, do injustice. Uh, if I have to start from a uh, teacher, uh, there was, I was in my secondary school, there was this uh, teacher who used to teach us English language because uh, English is not a native language for us, it's not our mother tongue. So uh, we learn English more of as a skill set 
uh, and I was very, very poor at uh, that skill set. And uh, there's this teacher, her name is Kiradave. I'm really proud of having been taught by her uh, on, on the language of English. Uh, she imbibed some of those initial techniques to, you know, grasp the language of English. And I, and if at all, uh, and, and being a global language that it is today and being the you know, important that it commands today in the world in terms of communication. I think I'm better off because of what she did to me, I think uh, maybe nearly two and a half decades back. So that's one teacher that has made a huge impact on my life personally. Uh, and not just uh, not just on the language of English, but she was also, she actually made me a student of languages. Uh, in the real sense, uh, because it was not only limited to one language, any other language like Hindi is a national language in India. So my attitude towards learning languages changed a big time. And uh, I started uh, making languages a part of me rather than a way of, you know, learning a subject and getting good marks in school. Uh, so I think that she changed that attitude in me towards languages per se. Uh, that there are a lot of, I think, almost every manager who, with whom I have worked thus far in my career is somebody who's, who's made a huge amount of impact on my life. Uh, starting my career with a person called Deepak Mehta uh, in India. Uh, I think uh, very grounded in uh, my first organization, Pidilite is also a very grounded organization. So I think learned a lot of st basic stuff in handling crisis, handling business, handling teams, I wanted to key. So, uh, you know, Deepak really handled me in terms of being a manager. I was a first time manager, so he handled me in that process. And then moving on, uh, PepsiCo, I had amazing managers. I had, had privileged to work with people like Jenny Abraham and uh, Naveen Pandey, uh, Rajeshi Singh and uh, Amit Kapoor. A lot of managers, I think, I, 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 Uday Sinha, Sudhir Pradhan, a lot of names, all, all, all of these people, uh, Sanjay Mishra, uh, Pastor Chakraborty, these are all the names that I'm taking, they're all, even as we speak, really, you know, great leaders in their own domain, in their own uh, organizations, they're handling fantastic job portfolios right now. I, I think I'm missing a lot of names as we speak as well. Uh, but all of them, Piyush Shivastav is with, uh, yeah, so uh, all of them have really taught me lots of different, different things. So I am a mixture of all the, uh, so I, I would not say I'm a mixture, I think I'm a work in progress of all the good things they stand for. I'm a work in progress of all the good things those people stand for. Moving on from PepsiCo, a lot of great leaders like Amar Jati in Brompton and in PepsiCo earlier, uh, Raju Pullan, Vikas Jain, and Samsung. I think these are some of all, all, almost every. I think uh, uh, when I count my blessings, I also count uh, the fact that I have never had a bad boss in my or bad manager in my life. Even in my current organization, Craft Times, I work with fantastic people like Gabriel, Joe, so Joe. So they are, I think I'm blessed to be working with great people and great managers who have been uh, sincere, who have been, been great listeners. So because, as I said, I love my voice. I'm a work in progress on listening. So they listen to me. And uh, and, and uh, not just they listen to me, but they guide me properly. Uh, they always revel in my success. And uh, all of these leaders have always been gracious in 
uh, controlling or pardoning my mistakes and uh, helping me learn from my mistakes. I think yeah. their greatness lies in the fact that they have never been harsh on me or they have never penalized me physically when I have made a mistake. Uh, I have only imparted learnings from my mistakes. And uh, but whenever I have done even a bit, you know, tiny, mini, mini, you know, good thing, they have made it sure that they uh, publicize it to the rest of the organization. I love that. I love that so many people have touched you in such positive ways. And, yeah. you know, um, I, I hope people think about that in their own lives and think about all the opportunities. Because, yeah. again, I think a big piece of it is um, we, get fr- we get from people what we decide to take. Um, and so if we we choose to learn something then we can't right sort of idea well it's been such a pleasure to have you on this show if somebody wanted to reach out and introduce themselves how might they go about doing that well they can just connect on my linkedin profile it is not updated with regards to my professional status so far because it's a bit of an inertia on my side but my linkedin profile have all the right contact coordinates with regards to my phone number my email id uh, so they can uh, reach out to me through that and uh, always happy to connect with people with diverse group of people as I said because it helps me uh, understand their world their perspective which might be my blind spot and uh, uh, happy to you know in case there is anything that I can do for any of them would love to be a part of their success journey as well that's awesome. Well, thank you again so much. And this is Stacy McKibben with the Master Communicator Podcast. For more ideas and insights, please do go check us out at www.concilioteam.com. And we look forward to seeing you again next time. Take care. Thank you.